As part of my ministry to the Newman Center at Maryville, I had the privilege this past January of going to the SEEK conference at the Dome and the Convention Center. It's a massive conference that we were privileged to host with 17,000 Catholic college students from around the country. And one of the nights of the conference, they had a night of entertainment with a concert from a musician named Ben Rector. Uh, You don't need to know exactly who he is. He's a secular musician. He's not Catholic, but he's a man of faith. He's decently popular among college students, and I followed his music on and off over the years. And he opened his show uh, with one of his songs called Living My Best Life. Uh, And it was a song about him being a husband and a father of three young kids and how his life was going pretty well. And uh, the words of the refrain go like this, I'm living my best life, waking up with the sunshine, does not look a thing like I thought it would be. But I've been getting my steps in, wake up next to my best friend. It's the best that it has been for a long time. I'm living my best life. It's a great way to open up a concert. It's a catchy song. Uh, and, And a lot of those statements in that refrain are benchmarks, so to speak, that you and I might have for ourselves as to whether or not we are doing well or whether we are thriving in life. You know, getting 10,000 steps in, waking up at the very first alarm, home life's going well, job life is going well too. Uh, those, those are sort of the benchmarks of the boxes that we would want to check if we were to say to ourselves, I'm doing pretty well and, and I'm living my best life. But as usual, Christ has maybe something different to say about that line of thinking in our gospel. And he's quite blunt and honest about it. He says very simply, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. It is Jesus who equates real living in the spiritual sense with the Eucharist, his body, blood, soul, and divinity. Where it is not just any life that is given to us, it is God's life poured into our souls. And so it is on this great solemnity of Corpus Christi, the body and blood of Jesus, that we know that to truly live our best life is to be imbued with the Eucharist. And to receive it as the spiritual nourishment that our God wants to give us. Again, we have so many metrics sometimes to gauge how well we're doing and how good our lives are. But Christ reminds us today that there really is only one life, so to speak, and one standard that matters in the end. And as as important as our physical lives here, as our physical lives are on this earth, we know that our spiritual lives take a far greater precedence. And the one standard for measuring how our spiritual lives are is the life that God wants to give us, namely his body and blood and the friendship that the Eucharist creates within our souls. So yes, there is a big difference between our physical and spiritual lives. And yes, we need to take care of our physical needs, no doubt. And sure, the Eucharist, like other nourishment, has a physical dimension to it, right? Since the Eucharist still appears as bread and wine to the eye, it appears as bread and wine, it nourishes us physically in the same way as normal bread and wine. But let's be honest, the physical nourishment that the Eucharist provides is very small. 
And we can live without the physical nourishment that the Eucharist gives us. It's a very small amount of what appears to be unleavened bread. We, we won't die, we won't starve without it, and it's not going to be a deal breaker for physical nourishment. But of course, we know that the Eucharist has so much more than a physical dimension to it. Yet it is Christ's body and blood, soul and divinity. It is the sacrament of our salvation. And as we know, the sacraments are physical signs of deeper and more profound realities. So the Eucharist, in addition to physically looking like bread and wine, and in addition to being the presence of God within us, the Eucharist is also a sign of God's charity and of God's friendship. And and we know that we cannot live spiritually without friendship with God. It's what our souls are made for. After all, we were created by God. We are on a final journey back to him, and we ought to be friends with him in the meantime. And so the Eucharist engenders friendship with God within our souls. You think about friendship on this earth. The basis of any friendship is common ground with someone or shared experience or existence, whether it's living in the same neighborhood or working for the same company, going to the same school, uh, having shared interests, whatever those might be, those form the basis of friendship for us, some kind of shared experience, shared interests, or common ground. But when it comes to friendship with God, what does God have in common with us? Or maybe even what do we have in common with him? God is life itself. He is infinitely greater than you and I, his creatures. What common ground could we possibly have with God? Again, we know, brothers and sisters, that God is life itself. He is infinite life, and that life cannot grow greater or lesser. It is infinite. And so if we, human beings, are to have common ground and therefore friendship with God, then it is God's life that needs to increase within us if we are to have friendship with our God. That is how you and I, mere mortals, can have common ground with the God of the universe. That his life is magnified and grown within us. And so that is why God gives us the Eucharist. To give us his life itself, his presence So that we might have common ground and therefore friendship with the God who loves us. It is his life, his love, and his grace that we receive. And the more we receive the Eucharist, the more we gain this common ground and this friendship with the God of the universe. And so our aim, brothers and sisters, is to receive the Eucharist often, frequently, should be every week especially if we're here at Mass and in a state of grace and able to receive, so that our friendship with our God might deepen and that it might grow. Not just even in the moment, but into the future as well. That is living our best life, both here on earth and into eternity. So brothers and sisters, I think it's maybe good to ask today, does my life revolve more around my work schedule? getting 10,000 steps in, or any other metric that we might have, rather than receiving the Eucharist as often as possible? Do I desire amicability with the world over friendship with God? 
And on this Corpus Christi Sunday, let us be mindful of what we are receiving. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. The life and grace of the divine. And a pledge of friendship with the God of the universe.